0: Blossoming, blossoming moments. Welcome, welcome to the Day I'm Alive. I'm your host, Margaret Aberdeen. Today, I am anxiously anxious to share something amazing about our thoughts. But before I do, I want to remind you that if you haven't yet subscribed to my podcast on Spotify, Apple or Google, I invite you to please do so and to share it with others who could benefit. This morning, coming to the end of my usual walk around the river, after meditation, I remained seated on the bank of the river in silence, enjoying the peace and calmness, watching a cluster of white cotton puffy clouds in all shapes and sizes, gently drifting and changing in the sky. I became deeply aware that the nature of the mind is like the sky. Our thoughts are like clouds in the sky, drifting in our mind. Thoughts come and go, if you allow them. You don't have to react to them. Eckhart Tolle, one of my favorite mentors, says in his book, The Power of Now, to be the watcher of our thoughts without getting caught up in them. My apology for the mispronunciation of his name in previous episodes. Pause for a moment. Slowly inhale a deep breath in and slowly exhale out and simply be aware. You are no longer unconscious. You are conscious. You have become the observer of your thoughts. Simply allowing our thoughts to flow like clouds in the sky can expand our awareness of the vastness and beauty of nature and the world which will improve. Our health and well-being. What are your thoughts at this very moment? Hold on to that question. We'll be getting back to that later. Do you know that your thoughts are so powerful that it is ruling your life? As soon as you open your eyes in the morning, the ego's habitable thoughts are on the go. A collection of thoughts, emotion, ideas, and options are alert and eager to create your day. Even sometime when I'm recording podcast episodes, other thoughts come to distract me from focusing on what I am presently doing. On saying that, it is funny how certain thoughts creep into your mind at the right scene. I remember on Women's International Day 2014, at Women of the World Event Festival, Bank Centre in London, a talk I did called Our Thoughts Can Make Us Sick. That is a powerful title and I received many, many comments after the talk. Most attendees agreed because of the constant bombardment of the negative influence that plays in their minds and is in front of them each day with society and the media. For example, news, murder, theft, also movies, articles that you read, online internet sites, create a lot, a lot of physical and mental health issues. I have heard that the average person thinks about 60,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Unbelievable. That's a lot, don't you think? If you were to take an inventory of those thoughts, you might be surprised to learn how many of them count as repetitive negative self-thought. There are tons and tons of books and topics bombarding us about how to let go of our thoughts, how to control our thoughts. On and on it goes. But first, before we dive into this topic, a word of warning. Today, I'm going to be real and raw with you as to why your thoughts can be an exhausting nuisance and an energy sucker. Later on, we're going to do an exercise together in which you may feel shocked, embarrassed, overwhelmed, or bowled over to discover that our thoughts create most of our suffering. If you have a sensitive thoughts on this topic, you don't have to continue listening. Did you ever realize that every thought, feeling, sensation, everything you're aware of is in fact happening only in your mind? Your subconscious mind, your thoughts appear only to you and are not being heard by anyone else whatsoever. Why is it important to contemplate this truth? Whatever you are thinking, Accept and understand that we are living inside our mind. We are only living the experience inside our mind, not the reality in the present. Our thoughts do not exist outside of our awareness. There is nowhere else where the thought that is appearing to you at this moment is actually occurring. You and you alone are responsible for your thoughts. Yes, we are the creator, the ruler, the master, and the leader of our thoughts. And yet most of us are victims at war with our thoughts. I would even take it a step further. We are slaves to our thoughts, allowing our thoughts to rub, hijack, and hold our minds hostage by burdening ourselves with negative, sad, and unhappy past memories future assumptions and expectations. It's like we are addicted to negative thinking, ignoring the many, many beautiful memories for which we should be grateful in the present. Thankfully, our thinking habits can be changed. I have learned that thinking is a choice. We can choose to view everything in a positive light and harbor happiness or view things in a negative light and nurture sadness. Clearly, how we think affects how we feel, our emotional state of mind. Many researchers say our personality and character tend to be shaped more powerfully by negative thoughts, bad news, and traumatic experiences which can have a greater impact on our brains than positive ones. In a nutshell, thoughts affect emotions and emotion influence our action. And over a period of time, thoughts, emotions and action become habits. Once they become a habit, they become an unconscious, automated reaction. Emotions are the end results of past experiences. How we think and feel creates our state of being. This can have a crucial, crucial effect on our behavior, decisions, health, and relationships. Here's why. Boy, this is certainly going to blow your mind because it certainly did mine. I have recently learned the brain likes to cling to negative, unhappy, sad memories. Studies have indicated that negative information has a stimulus orgasmetic effect and causes a surge in activity in a critical information processing area of the brain. Celim so to two people making love and they have an orgasm. Negativity is like a juicy booster to our brain. It's easier to remember the pain and suffering than the happy times as I mentioned earlier. Take for instance, You have been having a fantastic day and then coming to the end of the day, a friend or work colleague might say something that upset you. Rather than feeling good about the positive aspects of how the majority of the day was flowing, you feel like crap, upset and angry about a few critical comments. While collating the content for this episode, two pestering questions kept turning in my mind where does negativity come from and why do we keep it in our mind when we know it is doing us more harm than good obviously curiosity got the better of me and i have done some research decades and decades ago our brains were marinated in negativity because our ancestors live in a difficult environment to survive, they had to pay attention to bad, dangerous, and negative threats in the world, which was literally a matter of life and death. Think about this. Imagine your mind as a garden and are like seed. When you put a seed in the ground, you expect it to grow, right? What is sown, you reap? The more you consciously water them, they will grow. Without watering them, they will gradually wither and die. You are the one in charge, and the mind only has as much power as you give it. Whatever you choose to water, good or bad, happy or sad, they will manifest into reality. But here's the truth. You're going to have thoughts that disturb your peace, fear thoughts, self-doubt thoughts, anger thoughts, you name it. You're going to experience agitation, frustration, and disappointment at times. But it's alright to have a few moments where you feel those emotions and get them out. It's alright to cry, scream, rant, and rave. You have permission to punch the billow. These thoughts are all your own, and it is your choice as to how you respond to them. Ultimately, the choice is yours. Okay, let me stop rambling and proceed with the exercise I mentioned earlier. It is your choice if you wish to or not to join me in being the creator or or the victim of our thoughts. Let us start off and surprise our ego by watering our minds with happy, positive thoughts. Ready? Right now, I'm hosting Today I'm Alive. I'm a positive, enthusiastic, energetic, vibrant, beautiful woman from the inside out who knows and loves herself unconditionally, full of infinite wisdom from the past, which I've chosen to transform into solutions and tools to help those who have experienced and are experiencing drama to rise like the phoenix. Oh, how excited and alive I'm feeling. I am brimming with joy and happiness and a smile gracing my face, how about you? I also choose to continue watering my mind with beautiful thoughts about my childhood. I remember growing up in the Caribbean, all surrounded by golden rays of sunrise, colourful rainbows treading the sky, bright stars twinkling at night, sky piercing mountains rising from the ground, green cushiony hills rolling up and down, birds, bees, and butterflies flying around, rated in their true vibrant color, and also the aroma of fresh organic food and fruits I ate and the games I played. Oh, I am feeling so nostalgic and overwhelmingly happy remembering these thoughts. I'm feeling this present moment, happy, happy, happy. With the continuation of all these happy positive thoughts, I am putting in my mind and the peace I am putting in my soul. I look after my body, eat healthily, walk regularly, and take good care of my grooming. I meditate, read a lot of self-help books, and have written priceless roles of mother, with more to follow. I write a daily gratitude list and journal, occasionally do some poetry writing and performance and listen to classical and relaxing music. Once in a while, I watch Judge Judy, an American chord series. Her character remind me of myself. I travel when I can. I'm a people's people, party starter and spotlight dancer. I love laughing and singing and greeting people with a smile. Wow, wow, I'm actually feeling like breaking open a bottle of champagne. Singing and dancing because all the cells and muscles in my body are sizzling and exuberating with happiness. How are you feeling? If you wish to join me, you're more than welcome. Wow, doesn't that feel good? Okay, take a deep breath because we are now going to water our minds with the usual autopilot victim negative booster mood, saturated with the sad, dramatic, heart rending. Painful, traumatic thoughts. Ready? I had an unhappy, abusive childhood. My most abiding childhood memory is seeing my father, this giant man, striking my mother on the head with a brass lamp pole. Oh, it was absolutely terrifying. My tears could have filled an ocean. I had the front seat in witnessing the painful reality behind closed doors. I saw the world as a horrible, horror place, growing up in a heavily intoxicated family household with alcohol, physical, emotional and religious abuse. As I'm speaking, tears are welling in my eyes. I'm feeling sad and unhappy replaying this talk. How are you feeling? In my early teens, while living in New York City, I fled home because I felt that I might have killed my father defending my mother. One of my siblings committed suicide. While out in the world on my own, searching for a sense of belonging, I had the choice of turning to a life of crime, prostitution, and drugs. Oh, in my mid adulthood with an unconscious, repetitive pattern of childhood experiences, I ended up in an abusive relationship where one of my former partners almost killed me, which instigated the tragic loss of my second son. Eventually, I ended up in a hostel through financial fraud and lost my home. Oh, the agony I'm feeling at this moment as I continue watering these thoughts with sadness is devastating and painful. Not too long after my abusive relationship, I hit rock bottom and went into anxiety and depression. I was diagnosed with kidney and brain cancerous tumors. Including epilepsy and meningitis B, and saturated my mind with suicidal thoughts. Without family support, I underwent several life-saving operation and counselling to aid me through all those traumas. Oh, oh, oh! My mind is being drenched with unhappy, sad thoughts, making me feel sad and depressed. Reliving these thoughts, tears are streaming down my face. I'm feeling sad, sad. And I'm sure you are too. Okay, let's take a deep breath. touch to a positive thought that will bring a smile to your face and joy to your heart. What do you love doing? I love mindfully walking, singing and dancing. Yes, see yourself doing what you love doing. If it's gardening, drawing, cycling, whatever brings joy to your heart. How are you feeling now? The point I wish to make by doing this exercise with you is that positive and negative thoughts are a collection of programmed memories from our subconscious mind. The pain of having a traumatic childhood is not something you can just forget about or snap your fingers and get over. Remembering you weren't at all, not then, not now. As I said earlier, Whatever we choose to constantly water will grow into reality. Now, with the awareness that your thoughts are the, of the past and are in your mind and not who you presently are, you have the power and are solely responsible for weeding out those behavioral patterns that no longer serves you. And consciously water your mind with positive happy thoughts or if you feel comfortable sharing your memories with family or friends. If not, you can also consider reaching out to a therapist or finding a support group to work through your emotion. I'm not saying that you should forget your past. Heck no! It would always be there with you, and I would be contradicting what I said in Episode 8, 5 Reasons Why Your Past Matters and that your past experience is the foundation of who you are today. As I said before, life is one big multitask choice, and the mind can be your friend or enemy. Yes, you can change the way you think and respond. And once you do, you can master a new way to be. It all boils down to having a relationship with the mind, understanding and aligning it to your present state of consciousness. This is where meditation usually takes the spotlight. When you practice meditation, it takes the mind home to the true nature of the mind, allowing your thoughts, feelings, and emotions to flow like clouds in the sky without clinging, directing, or laboring. As I said earlier, we are creators of our thoughts, and therefore I have learned that most of us Due to our pattern of thinking, creates our suffering. Our thoughts and feelings can make us sick. Everything in the mind affects the body, every thought, whether conscious or unconscious, and everything happening in the body affects the mind. Trust me, I know this firsthand. We are actually self abusing ourselves with repetitive, painful emotional thoughts. I can hear the a gasp from the majority of you. Yes, we are victims of our thoughts. We are at war with our thoughts. Okay, there'll be a whole other episode on that, so stay, stay tuned. Coming to the end of Today of Live, I would like to share a few verses from a poem I wrote called Your Thoughts, Your Thoughts, While Recovering from My Traumas, which I have shared at various resources. Your thoughts, your thoughts, are yours and yours alone. Whatever your thoughts are of the past, you can reconstruct it in the present. Your thoughts, your thoughts, are like scenes with feelings, words and action. They will grow, they will flourish, they will blossom into reality. Watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become action. Watch your action, they become habits. Watch your habits, they become character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. What are your thoughts at this very moment? with the awareness that you are responsible for your thoughts. The takeaway from this episode, our thoughts can make us sick. I want you to set aside a few minutes each day to be alone with your thoughts. Just 10 to 15 minutes a day can help. Okay then, 10 minutes, if you are busy or just plain lazy. Find a quiet place with a pen and paper. Silence your electronics and allow yourself to think for a few minutes about your happy, positive thoughts from your childhood to adulthood. Write what flows into your mind. You can do this ritually, making time for reflection before falling asleep when the brain is considerably receptive to new learning. Are you the creator or victim of your thoughts? Is it your thoughts? or something or somebody else. I really want to know what are your thoughts on this? You can share your insights and comments on Facebook or Instagram. Don't be shy. Let your thoughts flow like clouds in the sky. Before I say bye, I just want to say thank you. Thank you from the depth of my heart, your feedback, comments, and likes on social media pages. My name is Margaret Aberdeen. Tune in next week for another episode of Today I'm Alive. Share with your friends and family and follow me on Facebook or Instagram. To hire me for talks and events, please email me at info at Today I'm alive. Today I'm alive. And I'm feeling. Good.